It's a new era. It's a new era. It's a new era. It's a new era. Changing synopsis. Changing Mysterious forces loose somewhere in outer space. The mysteries of creation are there. Up in the sky? Up in the sky. The moon and the planets are there. And new hopes for knowledge and peace are there. And therefore, as we... What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Mental Dynamics, the best self-help podcast in the business with yours truly, Brian Amador, coming to you from beautiful South Florida. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in and being with me here today. We've got an awesome, awesome episode today. We're going to be talking about self-esteem. But before I start, I would like to invite you guys to go to brianamadorhypnotherapy.com. That's my website. Leave me any messages, suggestions, questions, or anything like that. You can also set up a consultation with me through the website. Right now, I'm offering a free first-time consultation to uh, try out hypnotherapy and see if you like it. I'm giving out... Um, I'm actually doing these uh, consultations over Skype. So wherever you are in the world, you can see me and you can have a consultation with me. So go to the website and check it out, guys. Also, you can check out the Instagram accounts at Mental Dynamics and also at Platinum Hypnotics. Hypnotics with the X at the end. All right, awesome. And now let's begin talking about self-esteem. What is self-esteem, and you know how do you get more self-esteem? And if you are in the opposite of it, like if you have zero self-esteem, how to um, flip that and uh, gain and be super confident? We're gonna be talking about that. And just a few moments. So let's get ready to roll. So self-esteem. What is self-esteem? Confidence in one's own worth or abilities. Self-respect. Now, to have high or low self-esteem... It's actually what we're going to talk about over here in this episode. Starting with how do you acquire self-esteem or how to, you know, how do you know who you are or what you're worth or the world around you, what what it means, what is your place in the world? All these questions come into place when self-esteem, it's developing. That's happening, that happens at a very young age. We're talking about from, you know, like a year old, maybe two years old. I would say, you know, sometimes even when you're inside the wound, you start to develop Uh, self-esteem because as a as an embryo 
inside the the wound you feel what mom's feels so if mom is afraid you feel afraid and you start to develop an idea a concept uh, something in your implicit memory that means that it's it's in your emotional memory it starts to develop that the world is unsafe there's something to be afraid for there's something that you need to watch out for so that that starts to develop as you are in in the wound so that's why they say that you know everything that the mom's experience the baby inside also experiences and if the baby is experiencing negative emotions because the mom is experiencing negative emotions then in his implicit memory he will start to feel like this is a world to be in the lookout for to be afraid and that starts to develop your self-esteem because it, self-esteem is the combination of the set of beliefs that you have about yourself so if if you're if you're in 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 your mom's wound and the world outside is unsafe and I need to watch out then I must not be a a good baby I must not be uh, welcomed I'm you know see what I'm saying that's the their rationalization that the person internalizes based on the emotion based on the fear based on the rejection based on the anger based on the um, anxiety and stress so that being said you start to see that your self-esteem the collection of beliefs that you have about yourself begins to shape at a very very early stage and it becomes permanent so so as you um, begin to grow and begin to experience the world you begin to make assumptions based on what happens to you based on the circumstances and experiences that you have you develop a set of beliefs about yourself based on those things so if you pay attention to the words that I'm saying right off the bat you can see and you can tell that beliefs are not true beliefs are what blocks our growth what stops our potential from expanding it's the beliefs the beliefs about ourselves the beliefs that we have limitations the belief that we have something to be afraid uh, something that we need to be watch out for those beliefs are what are gonna make up your self-esteem whether your self-esteem is high and healthy or whether your self-esteem is low and 
unhealthy in the sense that you don't believe you deserve um, anything good. You believe that you don't deserve anything good because of the experiences, the situations, and the circumstances that you have experienced. So if you experience something negative and you conclude that you were um, bad or guilty or dirty or whatever it is that you conclude because of a bad situation that happens to you, then that's what the belief is going to be. I'll give you an example. This is just a general example, right? That happens a lot. I see it all over the place, especially with, you know, with younger parents. So the, you know, the, the child does something that's, uh, quote unquote, inappropriate, you know? And so then, you know, because of that, because maybe the, the parent becomes embarrassed because uh, of the, the situation that happened maybe in public or in front of friends or whatever. So the parent tells the kid, um, why are you doing that? You know, stop being a bad boy. You're a bad boy, right? So now if maybe the parent continues to say that every time the, the kid does something, quote-unquote bad, but nothing's really bad or good. It just depends on on how you're viewing it. But essentially, quote-unquote bad, that uh, you know. So you continue to tell the kid, you're a bad boy, you're a bad girl. If you do that, you're a bad boy. Then see, that's, that it's creating a belief in the child that he's a bad boy, he's a, a bad, bad girl. So then, if that if that kid continues to believe that, that goes into the subconscious mind. As I explained the subconscious mind before, but I, you know, I'll talk about a little a little bit here. The subconscious mind is where all the emotions are, it's where all the beliefs are. You believe something to be true because it's in your subconscious mind. It becomes real. It becomes automatic. It becomes that's what you know as to be true and nobody can tell you otherwise because it's already in your subconscious so this is how you can program a child to for negative behavior just by saying you're a bad boy this is just one example and it's general but it's very and it's 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 it happens as the the person has the maybe a, a good intention they don't have a, a negative intention to create a bad negative belief about the child I don't think that, that they, they go that far to think about it let's just do it automatically because that's they probably did it to them they've seen it done to other people to maybe they see that, that it works or they think it works whatever the reason is it doesn't matter they don't have a bad intention but nonetheless it does create a belief so beliefs get created based on circumstances i give you another example uh, a child gets raped when they're ki when they're little you know there's some sexual abuse that situation is gonna uh, internalize the child now is going to believe that they are weak 
that they deserved it, that they're dirty, that they're bad. See, now all these negative beliefs come in because something happened to the child that it wasn't even their fault. So this, this is how beliefs get created. These are just examples of beliefs that I'm telling you guys so that it's, they're very uh, easy to explain because they're, 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 they're extreme. But beliefs can be created very easily just by, you know, a kid drops a, a glass of water on the floor and breaks the glass. And then you know, all of a sudden, you know, you get mad and you hit the kid. You, you beat him up. Then that creates a negative um, belief also because now... You know, the kid believes that he's clumsy or he he's dumb or that uh, he deserves to be treated that way. And none of those things are true. I'll talk about it a little bit more soon, but I just want to emphasize this what I'm talking about here right now. That these hard beliefs are created, negative beliefs and positive beliefs as well. The thing is that the, the mind doesn't really, is not programmed to remember the, the positive ones as, uh, as strong as the negative ones because it's a survival mechanism. So you, under, you have to understand everything that I talk about in this podcast, most of the topics that I talk about, it, it's all based on primal um, behavior and survival behavior. Even though you might not look at it like that at first, when you, when you look deep enough, it's all about survival behavior. Because you need to remember when something negative happens so you can prevent it and even predict it before it happens in the future for survival. So, yeah, it's if, you know, you walk in, you know, you walk in the forest and you... Um, you know, there's some beautiful trees and, you know, a beautiful sight. You know, you probably remember that in the future. But if a tiger comes out of nowhere and almost eats you, you will remember that for the rest of your life. So, because you have to remember that for survival. For the next time you're around the forest, you are more careful because tigers could be there. So, it's just a way for us to survive uh, the way that we remember negative things strongly but it's just the way our mechanism works so you need to understand that uh, we, we will make up beliefs faster based on negative emotions or rather negative situations and emotions of course because the the situation the circumstance brings out the emotion which is what uh, gets connected to the memory and um, that's pretty much how all memories get uh, engraved in, in the mind that, that are really strong. It's based on something that happened that creates an emotion. Uh, and as you know, energy and uh, emotions is, is energy in motion. So you have energy stored with a particular um, with a particular image imagery that you created. And so that's in, in that imagery that you created with the emotion, that's that's created by that by the belief you know it's it's uh let me let me just explain this real fast so that you guys don't get confused the situation happens you have an experience that experience you um you 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 make an assumption about the experience and that assumption that belief it's what gives the emotion what brings out the emotion so if 
If I think of a, a, a past experience that is negative, right? Immediately, immediately that's gonna bring in a belief and that's gonna bring an emotion at the same time. It's all connected together. So this is how self-esteem gets created based on a set of beliefs that you have about yourself. So certain things happen in your life. Some are positive, some are negative. And out of those positive ones, you created some beliefs. And out of those negatives, you created some beliefs as well. And the combination of all those beliefs is your self-esteem. Which I don't think I could have explained it any better <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Because uh, I was just thinking about how to explain this correctly. But yeah, essentially, that's, that's the way it is. You know, so your circumstances create beliefs. The beliefs, the set of beliefs, the combination of uh, multiple beliefs is what your self-esteem is. Because that's what's going to dictate what you think you deserve. If you think you deserve good things, if you think you deserve um, bad things, if you think you, you deserve to be punished, if you think that you deserve uh, wealth, if you think you deserve health, if you think that you deserve a, a beautiful woman, if you, whatever it is that you think you deserve that's your self-esteem so now that being said that being said that is what we call programming okay this is that's your programming this, you, be, you, you have been socially programmed by society and by circumstances. That's how the program is, is created. So that, you know, you understand. And also, you know, obviously circumstances and, and, and experiences will program you. And then also what program you would, what you see. So you see, you know, you see examples of what your behavior should be like. So like when we're growing up, what we see around us, what we, we capture our eyes are examples or how we should behave ourselves. So it, that's like an automatic thing that we have subconsciously. It's that's how we do it. That's how we learn. We learn by by mimicking, by copying, by doing the same as others. It's easy to learn that way. You see what they do, you do the same as they do, right? And that's how we always learn. It's just we do it at a subconscious level when we're, when we're kids. So everything we see on TV, uh, we see our brothers or sisters, mother, father, uncles, cousins, friends, movies. Everything that we see, we absorb and we take a little bit from what we observe. So we're a combination of everything we experienced at the same time that we're a combination of beliefs that we are that we have assumed about ourselves based on the experiences that we've had. That's uh, essentially what's going on in our heads. And then, obviously, 
you have to start to take 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 a look at okay so now that i understand this now that i understand this right how can i change it or can i change it if it's in my subconscious mind and it's already automatic can it be changed and the quick answer to that is yes you can that is the beauty of the human brain is that we are extremely flexible and adaptable extremely we are, we can we can really adapt to anything in life and we can learn anything new things all the time there's been recent studies that shows even older people can learn new things you know that would debunk that old saying that you can't teach new tr can't teach old dogs new tricks well it's not true that's just a saying that you know because when people get older they just they assume they couldn't learn anymore for some reason i just think that they just don't want to because uh they're getting a little bit tired which is understandable but that's also their fault because you got to continue to stay active and healthy and energetic so you can continue to learn and continue to live but that's another story that i don't want to get into but the point is that the human brain it's amazing it's amazing it can change you can change you can change okay so you know that the circumstances are the memories you have in your head the memory give you the belief the belief gives you the emotion and then that that gives you the behavior and uh, you know it's part of it gives you what you believe about yourself right we talk about i don't want to make it too complicated um but you know that's that's how it goes so if the memory is what causing the belief to to be reminded of you know you, you think of the memory it reminds you of the belief right then that's easy to, easy to tell that if you change the memory then the belief should also change so you can change you can start by changing the way you're viewing the experience that caused you the belief if you look at it from if you pay attention to it and you say okay where I close my eyes and I and I and I picture that memory where is that memory is it up to the left up to the right is it down to the left down to the right where is it physically in your space in front of you and then once you find out where it is then you can move it to a different area so if it's up move it down right you changed the angle which you where you are viewing the memory which internally is going to change the way you look at it now that's the first step one one of the steps then you can also what you do with the memory is you start to um you can make it smaller you know make the you know you trace it trace it to see trace it to see how big it is you know you trace it then you put it somewhere else then you make it smaller so small that like 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 the, the size of a dime or a penny you can't even tell what's in there and you see how the the emotion diminishes now that's one thing you can do to neutralize the emotion a little bit probably won't neutralize it completely you got to remember these are complicated things memories and emotions are complicated sometimes they're mixed but with this technique you uh, 
you'll be able to uh, you know neutralize some of the emotion which is you know it'll be helpful somewhere and also you will start to understand and to play with your visualization with your memories because you can do this literally with any memory you have you can start to play with the memories and you can see that the feelings will be different okay if you make it bigger the feeling should be stronger if you make it smaller the feeling should be less and now let's talk a little bit about guilt I think guilt has uh, it's, it plays a, 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 a role I believe in this uh, in this self-esteem kind of thing because not understanding the human experience will lead you to to have a negative image about humanity about yourself and then you know you start to feel guilty about different things you feel guilty about feeling any emotion and emotions are energy in motion that need to be expressed by your system by your biology if, a, if an emotion arises, it comes from your subconscious, first of all. So something had to be, had to be, something triggered it. And now you, you're experienced it. Your biology has experienced an emotion. Now, you can't or should not judge the emotion or criticize the emotion or feel guilty for, for feeling the emotion. I think a lot of people that have low self-esteem feel guilty a lot. And one of the things that I want to tell you is that there is no guilt to feel for anything because we are humans and we, the first time we come to this earth as a baby, we don't know anything. We don't know. We don't know how to talk. We don't know how to walk. We're learning as we go, and because of that rationale, because of that understanding that we're learning as we go, then you sh you should understand that guilt is not something that you should be experiencing because you don't know any better. I'll give you an example: a child. A uh, a toddler, maybe, I don't know, would kids start to learn how to walk, I guess, around that age. Whenever the kids start to learn how to walk, well, I'm not a dad, as you know, or you can tell you I'm not a dad because I don't know that, but um, a kid will start to learn how to walk, right? He's going to start to learn how to walk. He can't feel guilty every time that he falls. See what I'm saying? Now, if he falls, you don't see babies feel guilty because they fall. They just, you know, if they if they cry is because they hurt themselves when they fell, not because they fell and they they didn't accomplish what they were trying to accomplish. See what I mean? Like a kid will fall, but they will get right back up. They'll try again. They'll try again. They'll try again. They'll try again. They'll keep trying because they know that they don't know. They know that they have to go through that process of learning 
which means making quote-unquote mistakes, which we've been socially programmed to, to see the things that they don't go our way as a mistake, which is insane because there's no way that you can make a mistake if you don't know any better, if you don't know, if you're learning. And I'm not, I'm talking about life. I'm not talking about making a mistake, a small little, little mistake. I'm talking about the mistakes in life, the mistakes that we make that change our lives. The, the ones that we feel guilty about anyway, because the one, those are the ones that we think about the most. I should have done this. I should have done that. Right? Not even comprehending that you would have never came to the conclusion that you should have done this or that if you never tried it and actually made the mistake and understood that that was the wrong thing to do. Understand the contrast, right? Here, here comes again. If you, if, you, if you don't touch, if you don't get burned, you'll never experience pleasure. <laughs> it's the contrast that we, that we can experience life. So that's why there's, you know, yin yang. That's why we need to experience life and learn from it from our quote unquote mistakes. Because to me, they're not mistakes, they're just lessons. Lessons we need to learn. So when you start to think about life in a healthier way, right? That means that your belief about life, about who you are, has to change. It has to change. That way you can change your emotion, you can change your behavior, you can change what you are attracting. Because if you are, if you have low self-esteem, you are attracting negative things by default. And you know it. It always happens to me. I knew it was going to happen to me. Oh, it's just my luck. You ever heard of those things? You ever said those things? That's what that means. It means that you are accepting, and you accept that you deserve what's happening to you. You, sh you should accept that you deserve the best, that you deserve the most awesome things in life. You should accept that. That's what's true. That's what's real. Because you're a human being, and as a human being, you have the right to have any of the pleasure, riches, and awesomeness that this planet, this earth, this universe has to offer. Every one of us deserves the best. So if you don't think that, it's because the set of beliefs about yourself is not aligned with reality, with truth. You have experienced things in life that led you to believe things about yourself that are untrue. That's what social programming, that's what programming the subconscious mind means. But like I said to you guys, all that can be changed. You change the programming you change the way you feel. And all that is, guys, is just images you have in your head, self-talk that you do to yourself, 
It's all internal dynamics. Or as I love to say, it's all mental dynamics. It's all in the head. It's all in your head. It's all in my head. That's where it is. That's where that's where it's all at. Everything you feel, everything you, you believe about yourself, about the world, everything is in your subconscious mind and it's there because somehow it got there through a movie, a person that told you that, a situation, circumstance, experience that you, you had. Many different ways, but it's, it's a belief. And nonetheless, all beliefs are just that. They're beliefs. None of them are true. Especially the negative ones. Some of the, most of the positive beliefs are true, but a lot of them limit ourselves and we don't even know it. We are limitless. That's what we are. We're awesome. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's been my pleasure and honor. I love you guys. And I'll see you next time. Peace.